This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. of tricksters and people fleecing the flock and you know whatever or you know you know what I mean they're they're, they're just they're, they're, no no listen listen it's real it's not something to be played around with I've seen over the over the years and even when I was a kid growing up you know it was something that that you know I knew people that would just kind of mess around with it you know what I mean don't really believe it but you know just to have my palm read or no Don't do that. Why is it wrong for people to seek advice from a medium or a fortune teller? Is it really that dangerous? Today, Pastor Robert gives us strong warning against spending any kind of time and effort catering to that wickedness and reminds us that God's word labels it an abomination. The enemy will never be beneficial to you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Acts chapter 16. Let's just read it together. We'll pick it up at verse 16, and then uh, after we read through this, we'll come back and, and talk about it. Paul and Silas are in the city of Philippi. The gospel has entered Europe. They're in Greece. Now, it happened as we went to prayer. Obviously, Luke is with them at this point, so we know that at least there's Luke, Timothy, Paul, and Silas, and quite possibly they're now joining Lydia and the ladies who had been praying by the riverside. We saw that last week. It happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities, and they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they'd laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, 
Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep, seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we're all here. Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. Fascinating story, right? First of all, God has sovereignly redirected them. You know, they're all set to go down into, into the area of, of Ephesus and Asia Minor. And God says, no, don't go there. Can't go there. So they turn the other direction, going into Bithynia. God says, no, that's not it either, Paul. And, and then in the night, Luke says, God gave Paul a vision, a man calling, come to Macedonia. And so they end up in Philippi. When they get there, there's no synagogue. There's not even 10 Jewish men meeting together. There's a group of women praying down by the river, and so they go there. And this lady, Lydia, a businesswoman, ends up accepting Christ, persuades them to stay, and it seems from the text that she had to persuade them to stay in Philippi. Stay with her. Don't, go, don't, don't move on, just stay put. And so they do. They, they stay there, and then this demon-possessed slave girl is following along after them, proclaiming loudly, these men are servants of the Most High God, and they're here to proclaim to us the way of salvation. Now, is that true? Yeah, absolutely, it's true. You know, in those days, when people were severely mentally ill, insane, they were actually kind of revered. They were, they were feared by the population. It was commonly believed that, as I heard one guy put it, that they had lost their mind and been, or maybe another way to put it, their mind had been displaced by the mind of the gods or by some, which in one sense was true. You know, God's little g, the gods of this age, the gods of this world, that, that the demon spirits. What, what literally the Greek says is that she had a spirit of Python. You familiar with this Greek mythological creature, god, Python? Anybody, is that, anybody aware of that? It was news to me too. This was all, I'm like, it's Greek to me. Python was this giant serpent. Not like the big snake, pythons. A giant serpent that supposedly came to life out of a mudslide. I can't remember the name of the city, and I didn't write it down. But there was a flood, and with the flood, this deluge of mud and, and this, this giant supernatural snake 
comes to life out of it, and Apollo killed it. And then the spirit of the snake inhabited him somehow. It was part of his strength, part of his power. And so he was, he was actually, the way the encyclopedia worded it, given the, name, the surname Pythios. And so the, this spirit of Python was believed to be, and still in some parts of the world, in, in, in West Africa, there's still a Python that is like the god of wisdom or something. But the idea here was that this serpent, spirit, demon could tell the future. Now, often I'll have people ask me, is that for real, Pastor? I mean, that stuff's not real, right? The fortune teller stuff like that's just all a bunch of tricksters and people fleecing the flock and, you know, whatever. Or, you know, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're, no, no, listen. Listen, it's real. It's not something to be played around with. I've seen over the, over the years, and even when I was a kid growing up, you know, it was something that, that you know, I knew people that would just kind of mess around with it. You know what I mean? Don't really believe it, but, you know, just to have my palm read or... No! Don't do that! God calls it an abomination. You know why He calls it an abomination? Because it's destructive. It's potentially harmful to you. What's the harm in it? Come on. Well, the harm in it is that they actually get it right a few times. Do you understand? You go, you're just horsing around. Maybe you're with a friend, you know, and you, one of the tarot card readers, you know, they're out here on Lincoln Road. They're going to read your palm or whatever. And they nail it. And you're like, oh, shoot. That was dead on. So then, a couple of months later, a year later, a couple of years later, maybe you're going through a hard time. Maybe you're just really in a financial bind. I mean, you can't pay the rent. Things are going wrong, and you're just grasping for straws. Who knows? Maybe I hit the lottery. And all of a sudden you find yourself doing the same thing that we see in the scriptures. You know, Saul, King Saul was, you know, he, he had ordered all of the, the mediums, and that's what we're talking about here, all of the channelers, all of the soothsayers, diviners, to be put out of Israel. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. 
and we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.